Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Uh, we have been uh, enjoying... <laughs> enjoying is a strong word. Uh, <laughs> the first four ever episodes of Doctor Who um, from uh, 1963. They are nearly 60 years old, these videotapes, and they still survive in some sort of sort of blurry horror show on BritBox, or if you've got the DVDs, they're a bit clearer. Um, I d- did enjoy them. Uh, also, by the way, it is also the 60th anniversary of the Daleks uh, because they were on, there was the was the fifth episode, like at the very end of the fifth episode. So maybe at the start of the de- end of December, I can't remember. Anyway, it's the 60th anniversary of the Daleks as well this year. But I am intrigued to see that there have been no reveals of Daleks in any of the 60th anniversary footage. I mean, I know it's like it's barely 60 seconds. Like it's it's just like there's there's Neil Patrick Harris, there's Catherine Tate, there's David Tennant, there's an explosion, there's a meep. Um and there's possibly a Roth warrior. Uh but there's been no Daleks, which makes me think, I mean, they have to be in it. You can't do a 60th anniversary without even a casual drop in by a Dalek. It just has to happen. Um, even though everyone I know uh, is probably sick of the Daleks, uh, I still love them. Um, and you, you kind of like, it's not Doctor Who without the Daleks, really. Even though my favourite period of the show probably has not a single Dalek in it. <laughs> I know there's one Dalek story in, in early. Um because, yeah, they used to go for, like, five years without a Dalek and back in the 70s. It's like, yeah, no, we can't have them every year. It's it's annoying. And also they're <laughs> crashing into the furniture. Um, but, yeah, I reckon we will have to get a Dalek in one of those specials uh, before Shooty turns up. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get a redesign. What do you think? Do you think there'll be a redesign of the Daleks? I mean, not the, you know, the Dalek paradigm because they didn't last very long um i'm kind of liked them although they did look like you know someone had decided 
Let, what if we made a Dalek that was a, an SUV? <laughs> like SUV. Regular Daleks are like a little deadly barina. <laughs> or like a Suzuki Swift. But like the Paradigm Daleks were like, oh, yes, look, I'm a giant SUV four-wheel drive Dalek. <laughs> I kind of like the more deadly small ones. Um, anyway, that's uh, – so whereas the I think the – the the 2005 Daleks, the ones we're used to, they're, they're more like a sedan. <laughs> they're like, you know, a Ford Falcon or something. Was it like Ford Escort? Is that what they were called in the UK? Um, you know, they look like a Kingswood or a Commodore. They're kind of like mid-sized car. Um, but yeah, whereas the original, original Daleks from the 60s and 70s, like they were, that was a very small compact vehicle. <laughs> I don't know where this has gone. Um, so, uh, your reactions to an unearthly child, uh, James, uh, when I said that black and white is scary, I said, yes, it also helps that the film stock appears to be Hessian, much grainy. Um, I mean, there was film used in the, the fight scene, the UFC barista fight <laughs> in the Cave of Skulls. Uh, but mainly it's videotape. Um which, you know, also is very grainy. Uh, I mean, there's not actual grain because film has grain and videotape is like an electronic signal, so it's a different thing. Uh, but you know what I find fascinating about old videotape? Because I used to watch a lot of like this Doctor Who. I, watched, I was watching a lot of black and white stuff back when I was a teenager. I was obsessed with it. Um, but I love whenever there's like, especially in this episode, whenever the fire comes on, obviously some, when is something is so bright it confuses the video equipment that's recording it. And instead of being bright, it becomes a black hole. So, all the fire has like a black hole in the middle of it. It's a really weird effect. Um, if you've watched it, you know what I mean. It's just like, oh, why is the fire black? Um, James also wrote one of his amusing, very one of, a, a miniature scene about... Uh, <laughs> Uh, when I was talking about the stupid whodunit, um, <laughs> the world's worst murder mystery. Um, <laughs> and he's just written, whodunit? Her. What? Her? No, not her. Her. Oh, her. How? How? How who? Hey, what? Did someone call me? Mm-hmm. Uh, her, her, her. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's even funnier when you see it written down. <laughs> Because of the H-U-R, H-E-R, and what, who, obviously, that's meant to be Doctor Who. So, that's meant to be the first Doctor. Anyway, my William Hartnell impression is no good. Um, <laughs> uh, Carl also sent me an email. Thank you, Carl. Uh, he said, there's a little Easter egg in episode one of An Unearthly Child. The band Susan was enjoying on the radio, John Smith and the Common Men. Uh, the commonest name in Britain, and it does return to the show several times. Yes, because the doctor keeps saying his name is John Smith in the various times that uh, he <laughs> pretends to have an alias. Dr. John Smith. There was a leader of the opposition, I think when I lived in the UK, who was John Smith, like he was running for prime minister, and you're like, oh, mate, that is, that is a, a hard... <laughs> hard thing to get over the line. It's like, please vote for me. I'm the most average person who ever lived. Um, 
Carl says also, I like the sense of mystery in that there's no explanation of the Doctor, Susan, or the TARDIS. He could still be an eccentric Victorian inventor like the Jules Verne time traveller. Jules Verne, as they said when I went to Euro Disney in 1992, like the year it opened, like because I'm insane. I was living in the UK at the time and I was like, I want to go to Disneyland. Um, and I think it's called Disneyland Paris now, but back then it was Euro Disney because uh, they didn't want anyone to think it was anywhere in particular in Europe, <laughs> even though it was only in Paris. I mean, it's like 45 minutes out of Paris. You've got to get a train. It's like, you know, way, way outside of Paris. Um, and it's, uh, oh, my God, it was hilarious. Like, I remember at the time in England they were calling it Cultural Chernobyl. <laughs> I think in Paris they were calling it that. Um, but it was fun. It was like I went like, – because there's this big kind of steampunky uh, – I, I, I guess it's just really a cinema. But you go into this big kind of like auditorium thing It's uh, and you put on headphones and you watch a movie and it's in whatever language you choose. Uh, and it's got Gerard Depardieu in it. And I think he was – was he playing Jules Verne? Although they kept calling him Jules Verne because um, it was in – you know, they were saying that bit in French. Uh but, yeah, it was all kind of like about his, you know, the create. It was in the Tomorrowland bit. It was about how basically the French started science fiction, supposedly, because of Jules Verne. Um, but, yes, uh, Carl says uh, it's uh, likely the writers had no idea and made things up as they went along. I've just watched The Meddling Monk, and it's two years later when we even see another identical TARDIS, a dodgy time traveller, and still no explanation. Time Lords don't get mentioned for at least another three years, I think. Yeah, and I think the Time Lords got mentioned until the War Games, was it? Um, were they called Time Lords, or were they just still called My People? Uh, I can't remember. Um uh, Carl says, even the fact our doctor's TARDIS is stuck as a police box is a mystery with a throwaway line about a camouflage unit. Look, I've, I've explained that. Um, <laughs> it was because the perception filter was broken and then the chameleon circuit went out on strike in, in solidarity. No, it's, I think it likes being like that. I think it's, I think this TARDIS is like, no, I like this shape. It's easy. Um, uh, Carl says, I think we have to look at an unearthly child as needing to do a few things. It's a pilot. Uh, it's an introduction of characters. It creates a mystery. And it's filling the charter to educate and entertain with the caveman fire plot. Well, I mean, what are we learning about <laughs> cavemen and fire other than, um, I mean, we learn a lot about anti-fire. <laughs> But what do we learn, really? Like, how is this educational? It's like, yeah, you'll have power if you have the the most powerful weapon or the most powerful tool. Like, it's it kind of doesn't like that. The cave people don't seem to learn that the that fire is a useful tool. It just be, it's a status symbol. It's a symbol of power for them. And I don't think we ever see them learn other than. You can use it to light up the jungle at night time that it does anything. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, and uh, look, I, I've got heaps more from Carl. Um, I will get into it uh, in, the, in the next little bit. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.